the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Abraham Lincoln warned that the philosophy of the schoolroom in one generation will be the philosophy of government in the next. Would you like to know what's being taught in today's classrooms? Welcome to Say What? with attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. They'll explore the issues facing children, parents, and society as a result of the public schools and the forces behind them. Say What? is the radio program of Protect Our Kids, which seeks to inform and equip concerned citizens about the looming crisis in American education. So listen in as your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr., unpack the issues and organizations affecting our children. And now here's your hosts, Mark Schneider and George Roska Jr. Hello everyone, I'm George Roska. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 99 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the psychological and moral war against our children. That's right, George. You know, hardly a day goes by here at POK where we're not confronted with another grim statistic on the mental well-being of our children, and particularly our girls. But rather than confronting the issue and figuring out why this problem is happening, uh, the forces at work in our public school system and government seem to want to pour gasoline on the fire. Well, Mark, why should our children be happy when beginning in kindergarten, we tell them that, number one, there is no God or objective truth, and there's probably a bunch of other things that we're telling them? Yeah, we tell them that the pigment of their skin determines whether they're either the oppressors or oppressed in society. We tell them that uh, your biology is not a reliable indicator of who you are. Um, in fact, there's a good chance, uh, George, that you were born in the wrong body. But don't worry, the government's here to help. Your parents, uh, by the way, are not reliable uh, sources of wisdom on these matters. So you shouldn't really be talking to them. So is it any wonder why our kids are experiencing um, mental uh, issues and on sadness and unhappiness? And the results seem to bear that out. You know, Mark, uh, the results are very, very ugly because the Wall Street Journal recently reported, and this comes out of a, uh, unfortunately, on Valentine's Day yeah. um, article uh, that was entitled Teen <clears throat> Girls uh, Record Lo- Record Levels of Sadness. Teen Girls Reveal Record Levels of Sadness. And uh, we're going to be diving into this article because we think parents should be really aware and very concerned because for the last four years, we've been really trumpeting this uh, this call of get your children out now from the public school system. And here is just another one of those articles that basically um, backs up our message. Yeah, and the Wall Street Journal is not the only uh, major news source that's covering this dilemma. Many have reported on this, but uh, uh, they are a reliable source. So that we, we thought we would quote some of these grim statistics. Um, here's one. In 2021, 57% of high school girls reported experiencing persistent feelings of sadness or hopelessness in the past year compared with 36% in 2011. 
30% reported they seriously considered committing suicide, attempting suicide in 2021, up from 19% in 2011. And George, uh, if you go back 20 years, it was probably maybe in the single, low single digits. So you look at these statistics and you know something is wrong in our society. 36% of our schoolgirls, it's unbelievable. And there's also a very uh, stark difference between girls and boys because the CDC found on these same two statistics that instead of in 2021, girls having 57% um, experiences of persistent feelings of sadness and boys, that was only 29% in 2021 compared to a decade ago where it was 21%. And then for girls where they had 36% um, where, where they were looking at seriously considering or attempting suicide, that for boys was only 14%. So there's a huge difference between boys and girls. And we, we have to ask ourselves the question, why? Yeah, I mean, there are many complicated reasons for this. Uh, girls uh, by nature may be more sensitive and, and more uh, affected by emotional disturbances than boys are. Maybe boys are not as transparent as girls are. And it, in expressing what they're actually feeling. But it's interesting also, George, that if you look at uh, who the federal government, for example, are blaming these statistics on, it's pretty interesting. What are they blaming it on? Well, the the major source in the last couple of years to them is COVID. Uh, Here's a quote. Say what? (laughs) Say what? Federal officials highlighted the problem of mental health among young people, especially girls, in the new data released Monday. The data uh, gathered from a biennial survey from 2011 to 2021 of ninth to 12th graders across the country add to the evidence suggesting the stresses, isolation, and loss of the COVID-19 pandemic worsened mental health issues among young people, many of whom were already struggling. Uh, I personally, George, would put an emphasis in, on already struggling. It's hard for me to believe that COVID really affected these numbers the way they have been. Well, and it, they should have been posting graphs where basically from 2011 to 2020, it would have been flatlined and then showing how that um, those statistics just jumped, you know, by by 20 percentage points. Um, so, yeah, we're we're not buying it. Yeah, and here's the really sad thing, George, that LGBT kids uh, are particularly affected uh, by this mental uh, anguish and distress. In fact, the article said that one in five LGBT kids attempted, not thought about suicide in 2021, attempted suicide uh, in 2021. That is a shocking statistics. The CDC, which included 17,000 respondents uh, in its data, said the report showed ongoing and extreme distress among teens who identify as lesbian, gay, bisexual, questioning their sexual identity or another non-heterosexual gender identity. In fact, more than half of these students reported recently experiencing poor mental health and 22% reported attempted suicide just in the past year, the CDC said. And Mark, you know, whenever I think about these statistics, um, and especially as they relate towards the LGBT community, um, I feel very sorry, first of all, 
um, for for us because we've let them down. Uh, we've let them down by allowing certain untruths, certain lies to be propagated in the public school system. You know, you mentioned one of them right on the offset, Mark, of biology is is not our destiny, right? They, they use that phrase a lot. Um, and yet here we see time and time again that we cannot run away from certain realities. And we've allowed this community to sell a, a bill of goods uh, to kids um, telling them that they can be much happier. And, you know, if they try this, if they try that, and yet here are the statistics that show it is not working. Telling kids lies is not going to make them happier. And, you know, George, uh, as you and I both know, POK started really uh, the impetus, the major impetus was the passage in California in 2015 um, of Assembly Bill 329, the euphemistically called California Healthy Youth Act, uh, which required that comprehensive sexuality education be mandated for instruction in middle school and in high school. Uh, it's discretionary in elementary school, but many elementary schools are teaching this. And part of what that does, along with confusing them about their gender identity, it sexualizes children beginning in grade school. And this report shows uh, the statistics that have been borne out since that law and others have been passed. The report says that among teenagers surveyed, girls were more likely to have experienced sexual violence, the CDC found. 18% of girls in high school said they experienced sexual violence in just the past year compared to lower numbers in 2017. So uh, it's not just uh, mental anguish over their sexual identity. They're experiencing physical violence as a result of what's happening now in our educational system. And Mark, you, you mentioned their 18%. It was only 12% a decade ago. That means there was a 50% increase overall to go from 12 to 18. That is just shocking. And, and how do kids even know how to, how to go about doing something like this unless they've constantly been preached about it, you know, over and over and over and over and over in their classrooms and, and telling them about these things? Kids cannot be able to withstand such a, a baggage. In fact, um, I, I remember Corey Ten Boom talking about it in these terms. It's basically like putting rocks in a kid's backpack. They're just not ready to carry that weight yet on certain topics. No, they're not, George. And uh, here's a truly alarming statement from this article. Quote, for every 10 teenage girls, you know, at least one of them and probably more has been raped. What has happened in society to lead us to this, this state of, of our culture where our girls, uh, we can no longer protect them uh, even in the confines of government-mandated public schools, that, that this is happening to them. It, it's truly tragic. And that, that's a huge say-what moment. One out of ten, if not more. I mean, as a dad, that, that was one of the things that, for me, Mark, just tipped me over the edge to actually get involved. When I read about the infamous bathroom bill uh, in California allowing any boy or girl to choose the, the restroom or locker room facility of their choice. Uh, I made a promise to myself that day that my little girl will never enter a public school in her lifetime. Would that that promise you made, George, be shared among parents across the country? Fortunately, it's starting to, but they need much more information, and that's why we're here. Um, the article also goes on to state that the U.S. is uh, focusing on programs uh, to prevent 
sexual violence and, you know, encouraging bystanders when they see uh, sexual violence occurring to take action as if we need to be coached to do this. But that's the the state that uh, we've now uh, reached in this country. But here's something really concerning, George. Um, What is the CDC's solution to this? Well, one of their solutions is to provide even more LGBT counseling and support services, social emotional learning, school mental health counseling. Uh, But it's all under a secular critical theory worldview. So kids Uh, as a remedy, according to our government, are going to be counseled to even more identify with the uh, identity that maybe doesn't agree with their biological reality and to take puberty blockers or to consider uh, gender-affirming medical care to bring them into a state that has nothing to do with their sexual biology. And we think that this is going to be a solution to the problem that we've created ourselves. It's unbelievable. Um, And so now what they're doing uh, is they're completely missing the point, George, of what's causing these problems in the first place. And Mark, that goes exactly to how we started off uh, our podcast, putting gasoline on the fire. And this gasoline, um, you know, the CDC basically is putting out in forms of what they call strategy. Uh, number one is to promote social norms that protect against violence. And what is the approach that they're proposing? Well, the bystander approaches that we just mentioned, but also mobilizing men and boys as allies. And then on top of that, they want to teach skills to prevent sexual violence. But how do they want to do that? Through social emotional learning, by promoting healthy sexuality, but if you look at their definition of the word sexuality, it is all-inclusive of everything that's out there that's probably even been taboo in the past, uh, and they want to deem that healthy. So again, it's all a bunch of baloney uh, from everything that we have read so far. Yeah, the CDC also called on schools to take a more active role in improving mental health. Schools are a key pathway to health, behavioral and mental health services, the agency said, and can provide services directly or refer students to resources in the community like gender-affirming health centers, which many schools are indeed doing. So to me, George, um, they're missing the point entirely. Maybe kids are suffering because they're kicking against the goads. Most people can't deny their own nature without experiencing some kind of psychological consequence. We should counsel kids to embrace and celebrate their biology, not deny it. We should uh, be be training them and encouraging them to abstain from sexual activity Uh, until they're wise enough and confident enough and mature enough to weigh the consequences of entering into these things. But rather than doing that, George, we're just pouring gasoline on the fire. And now um, kids are being given stickers and patches, and they're looking at posters of suicide prevention and 800 numbers uh, to call into certain numbers and to receive further counseling services which, George, are truly shocking. Uh, And this is not going to help the problem. This is really pouring gasoline on the fire. 
And Mark, this is, I think, a good segue here into this other solution that the CDC is providing, which is the the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Because what you and I have uncovered through the help of many of our other friends um, who are doing a lot of investigative work on this topic, the suicide hotlines are probably causing a lot of this. And parents, you will be shocked when you hear some of the next uh, statistics and pieces of information that Mark and I will be sharing. Yeah, so this is, um, you can reach this 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, formerly known as the National Suicide Prevention, by dialing or texting uh, 988. And so what is this suicide hotline and why do we have it? Well, in California, according to California Senate Bill 316, the National Suicide Hotline is required now. It's required to be on every student's ID card uh, in California for grades 7 through 12. And this went into effect uh, a, a couple of years ago. In fact, George, February is Suicide Prevention Month. I mean, that message alone, you know, giving kids a card that they have to carry around, having poster plastered everywhere, uh, informing them that February is Suicide Prevention Month. What kind of message is this giving to our kids? Really, uh, schools post posters and distribute stickers uh, with red hearts. Uh, there's LGBTQ rainbow hearts and gender identity blue and pink hearts. In the Santa Ana Unified School Districts, these stickers were provided in uh, K through 8 schools for students. And worse yet, George, now these kids are being steered if they call into this 988 number to what's called the Trevor project. And this is, I don't think there's any other word for it, but demonic in my mind. And this Trevor project, if you if you go into it, and I know one of our good friends, Brenda Lubsack, has really went down this rabbit trail to a, a great extent. And it is absolutely shocking the kind of dialogue uh, that you can have with some of these um, experts who are on the other side uh, talking to our children and the things that they say, Mark. Uh, is just absolutely unbelievable. And we're gonna we're gonna uh, open the kimono a little bit on this. So uh, it, it's not, by the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's not just here in California. This is going on all over the country. Uh, we have one of our affiliates in uh, the state of Texas, and uh, uh, she uncovered uh, what's going on in the local Dallas area school district. So when you when you go to this hotline, uh, you're encouraged to go on a website and you can scroll down and uh, get on the Trevor Project. Um, and the first time you visit this, you will see a pop-up screen that tells kids to hit the escape bar three times to exit quickly in case a parent happens to walk by and see what you're doing. I mean, what kind of message is that? Kids are already under terrible distress. They're calling into a suicide hotline, but you want to hide uh, what they're doing from their own parents. So they can exit anytime that they want to. And it, it takes you to this site. And one of the, the menu picks is talking about suicide, which is conveniently positioned between sexual orientation and gender identity. More gasoline on the fire. What does suicide have to do with sexual orientation or gender identity? Uh, it's a good question, George, but that's not the only thing you can find on the Trevor Project. Here's some things that kids will be uh, exposed to when they go to this site. The chosen family chat space. 
you don't like your current family, we have another alternative family for you. Wow. There's also the regression space, which is a safe space for age and pet regressors. Whatever that is. There is, quote, Furries United, a place where furries, cat girls, cat boys, people just interested or anything in between can talk and be friends. There's the Witchcraft Club, which is a place for all pagans, Wiccans, and witches to have a community within Trevor's space. Ushering in kid, now we're ushering kids into the occult mm-hmm. uh, at, at government uh, money. Of course, there's the Gay Men's Club. Now, why there's a men's club on a child suicide hotline, I don't know. But here's a quote from it. Let's talk about boys. But seriously, here's your place for support, love, and friendship. And then there's a roommate squad, which says this is a club where we all pretend to be roommates. The rent is $10 a month. Send to me at 1234 I'm Gay Lane joke. Dear God, keep this parentheses a secret, end quote. Here's another one, George. Non-binary pals. This club is for youth on the non-binary spectrum. Have some pride, my non-binosaurs. And then there's emojis that follow. Again, George, this is all what kids are exposed to when they're calling in under extreme duress. Obviously, they wouldn't call a suicide hotline uh, unless they were incredibly emotionally distressed. And this is the kind of counsel now uh, that through the CDC and, and school districts are providing them. Uh, here's a statement from our affiliate in, um, in Texas. To direct confused children who may be suicidal or contemplating self-harm into predatory spaces where evil perversion lurks is definitely not an act of loving care. In no uncertain terms should this be considered mental health, counseling, or safe. Well, we certainly agree with that, George. Definitely, Mark. And what, what's interesting to, to me and, and to you, Mark, is that to us it just seems very normal that this is the kind of outcome we should expect if this is what our public schools are teaching and yet our federal government is saying, no, we, we need to do more of this in order to reverse the trends. Um, we just don't get it. This is absolutely um, ridiculous, and, and it's abhorring. Unfortunately, George, that's the state of our culture that uh, we, we have now reached, and it's time for parents to wake up, uh, use some common sense. You know what's best for your child's welfare. Uh, Our message has been always uh, since POK was started, and it still is, if you have children in the public school system, uh, the best course of action, if possible, is to get them out of that system and into a safe environment where they can learn true morals, uh, godly counseling, and wisdom. Well, George, I think that's all the time we have for today. Yes, we're going to have to wrap it up. We want to thank everyone for listening to our podcast. Um, we invite you to please go onto our website at protectourkidsnow.org where you can find a lot of information. In fact, our podcasts are, are on there as well. But we have a lot of videos that you can share, uh, brochures that you can download and also share. Uh, we also have a speaker button where if you'd like Mark and I to come out to your group, to your local church, uh, to come and speak, we will um, be more than happy to do that. Uh, We also have a donate button. You can become part of our Guardian Angel program, uh, where by by donating to protect our kids, you can help further our mission to inform and educate parents 
about the dangers to their children in the public school system. There's also a very important brochure on how to start an alternative school, uh, either in your home or at your church, uh, that could be in the form of homeschooling or private schooling. It's a very easy 20-page booklet um, that we would hope you would share also with your church leadership teams, and they can figure out what they can be doing as, as a church to help protect the kids within their community. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening and watching us, uh, either on Spotify, Apple iTunes, or now more recently on YouTube. Until next time on Say What? We'll see you then. You've been listening to Say What, the radio ministry of Protect Our Kids, where they seek to inform and equip concerned citizens about the crisis in American public education and the forces working against our children. Join us at this same time every Saturday as attorney Mark Schneider and Pastor George Roska Jr. unpack the issues so that we can better safeguard our nation's children. For more information about this program or Protect Our Kids, email the show at info at protectourkidsnow.org. That's info at protectourkidsnow.org. And join Mark and George right here next week at this same time for another episode of Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.